our praise is surely due to Allah. It is from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone that we implore for guidance and steadfastness and we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evil within ourselves and the zalat of our actions, the wrongdoing amongst our actions. Whomsoever Allah guides, none can lead astray. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala leads to go astray, none whatsoever after Allah can possibly guide. We remind ourselves and one another, as the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam used to say, the most truthful of all speech is the book of Allah. And the best guidance of all guidance is the guidance of his Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And the worst of all affairs in religion are the innovations and the additions. And every innovation is going astray. And going astray surely leads to the fire. Praise be to Allah whose knowledge encompasses all things. He is witness over all things. His knowledge reaches what is disclosed and what is hidden, what is near and what is far. And there is none worthy to be worshipped but Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Today's talk is about a very important issue for this ummah as a whole and as individuals. Zallat al-Lisan wal-Ghibatu wal-Nanima The slip-ups of the tongue and the backbiting as we call it, speaking about one who is absent in a way he wouldn't like. And Nanima, which is its most serious form, which is intentional carrying of things here and there in order to cause discord and division. Oh people, I remind myself and you to fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and guard carefully your tongues since the results of the tongue can lead to one's ruin. It is reported on the authority of Mu'adh ibn Jabal radiallahu anhu. Quote to Ya Rasulullah, I said, O Messenger of Allah, أَخْبِرْنِي بِعَمَلٍ يُدْخِلُنِي الْجَنَّةِ وَيُبَاعِدْنِي عَنِ النَّارِ Tell me of something that will get me into paradise and keep me far from the fire. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, لَقَدْ سَأَلْتَ عَنْ عَظِيمٍ You have asked about a huge issue. وَإِنَّهُ لَيَسِيرٌ عَلَى مَنْ يَسَرَهُ اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ And yet it is very easy for the one for whom Allah has made it easy. تَعْبُدَ اللَّهَ وَلَا تُشْرِكَ بِهِ شَيْئًا Worship Allah and do not associate anything in that worship. وَتُقِيمُ الصَّلَاةِ And establish the prayer. وَتُعْتِ الزَّكَاةِ And render the zakah. وَتَسُومَ رَمَضَانِ وَتَحِجَّ الْبَيْتِ And fast Ramadan and make the pilgrimage. ثُمَّ قَالَ Then the Prophet صلى الله عليه وسلم said, أَلَا أَدُلُّكَ عَلَى أَبْوَادِ الْخَيْرِ should I not point out to you the doors of all goodness? الثَّوْمُ جُنَّةِ Fasting is a protection. وَالصَّدَقَةُ وَالصَّدَقَةُ فُطْفِي الْخَطَائِيَةِ 
And charity, voluntary giving, puts out your sins like water puts out fire. And the prayer of a man in the middle of the night, then the Prophet وسلم, said, Ahwan, there's some tahrif in this printout. Their sides are expelled from their places of rest, like two north poles of a magnet. And this is the way of a believer. When he gets a moment of consciousness in the night, he is immediately expelled from his bed. And this his side is the north magnetic pole, and his bed is the north magnetic pole. And he read the rest of that ayah. Then he said, Allah Should I not inform you with the utmost or the head of this entire issue? Wa umuduhu and its supporting pillar, wa zirwatu sinamini and its peak. Kultu bala ya Rasulullah. Mu'adhi bin Jabal said, Well, of course, O Messenger of Allah. Please tell me. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, Islam. The head of this affair is submission. وَأُمُودُهُ الصَّلَاةِ And its pillar is the prayer. وَذِرْوَةُ سِنَامِهِ الْجِهَادُ فِي سَبِيلِ اللَّهِ And its peak, its pinnacle, is fighting in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then after all of that, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, أَلَا أُخْبِرُكَ إِمَلَاكِ ذَلِكَ كُلِّ Should I not tell you something over all of that? قُلْتُ بَلَا يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ I said, oh, of course. فَأَخَذَ بِلِسَانِهِ The Prophet of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam stuck his tongue out and grabbed it with his fingers. And when the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam does something unusual like this, he's emphasizing a point. He put his tongue out and he took hold of it and he said, كُفْ عَلَيْكَ هَذَا He said, get control of this. Keep this under control. قُلْتُ يَا رَسُولُ اللَّهِ وَإِنَّ لَا مُؤَاخِذُونَ لَا مُؤَاخَذُونَ بِمَا نَتَتَلَّمُ بِهِ Mu'az said, O Messenger of Allah, are we to be held account for mere words which we speak? فَقَالَ رَسُولُ اللَّهِ The Prophet said, May your mother be bereaved of you, O Mu'ad. And this is not intended, of course. This is an expression in the Arabic language to put a strong emphasis on something. May your mother be bereaved of you, O Mu'ad. And will the people be thrown into the fire on their faces? Except for the harvest or the fruit of their own tongues. Dear people, the harvest of the tongue is the unlawful saying, which are many, and among, the, among which there are sayings tantamount to disbelief. Mockery of Allah, mockery of the deen, of the Quran, his messenger, his signs, and his pious servants, as regards their modes of worship, all lead to disbelief in Allah, and the exclusion from the fold of Islam. This mockery is one of the fruits of the tongue. Falsehood, backbiting, bearing of tales, obscenity, putting others down, cursing, all are forms of these fruits of the tongue. In the hadith it is stated, Inna Allah, Inna Allah, 
Verily Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala hates the person of loose and vulgar talk. O oh people, many people picked up bad moralities that are related to the fruits of the tongue. Most people pay no attention to falsehood as they do not derive a warning from the saying of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam Lying leads to moral corruption. And moral corruption leads to the fire. And so a man may continue to lie and seek out lies as what he chooses to say until Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala records him as a kadzab, as a perpetual chronic liar. Certain persons may sometimes have unreliable guesswork, which they divulge among people carelessly, though their guest may defame another Muslim, thus incurring the sin of falsehood and transgression committed against their fellow Muslims. And this is very common among people who have this desire to outmaneuver or be above another. It is a method of conquering when you just think perhaps somebody has a certain fault, then you say it about them and you wait to see how they react. Some people have been engaged in a lot of business or a lot of worse than that maybe, uh, hustling and such like. This becomes part of their character. It's a natural reaction. It's how you feel somebody out. It's how you check somebody out. You lie about them, you slander them with something, and you wait to see what is their response. And anyone who has this kind of habit in them has to make serious effort to get rid of them because these boundaries are extreme and these boundaries are, are fast. It is feared that such people will be included in the category about which the Prophet said, A man will say something which he doesn't think there's anything wrong with it. Though it may cause him to fall down in hellfire for 70 years. Another version of a similar hadith, it doesn't say, he doesn't see anything wrong with it. He say, it says, he doesn't see it to be of any significance. So in other words, you may think this is okay, it's, it's irrelevant, I'm playing, or something like that. As the Munafiqeen said when they were caught, saying that when the Muslims come back to Medina, the stronger party shall expel the weaker party. And they said when they were caught saying this by the revelation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they said, we're just playing around. We're just joking. We didn't mean it. But Allah did not accept their excuse. Such are those who convey their baseless conjectures to people as if they were real. Perhaps such conjecture may sow hatred among people and lead to the disintegration of society and the dispersion of unity for nothing but illusion. And this is very common in our society. If somebody doesn't like the person who's in charge of the masjid, and I've seen this with my own eyes three, four times in this state right here, we'll just go around and say, oh, I think he took money. I think he misallocated money. I think he did such and such. Well, they won't even say, I think. They'll say, he did it. And they have no reason to say it. They have no evidence to back it up. And this causes all kinds of strife. And most of the ignorant Muslims believe it. Don't bother to research it, because we don't cherish our fellow Muslims. We don't cherish the Arab of a Muslim. We can see somebody doing a job 
maintaining a musket, working hard to have programs. And we see some people who just come once in a while circulating rumors and say, oh, we don't know if he really kept all the money that he got from fundraising. We don't know if he did such and such, such and such. And the saddest part of all of this, these criminals are known, and every society has some low lives. But the saddest thing is you find 80 or 90 percent of the Muslims do not cherish the error of this man or this woman, and they don't rush to defend it, and they don't do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us to do when we hear such things, to say, it's not for us to talk about this. It's not for us to hear this talk. Go away from me and stop talking like this. So we find 90% do not do it. They say, oh, really? Oh, maybe. That's possible. We better investigate. We better check into this. And all of it is just namima, meant for a nefarious purpose of dividing the Muslims and causing problems. Some people may propagate rumors that they hear from others. And this is the next step. Somebody hears it, doesn't check it out, blasts it on to the next person. Pretty soon the whole town is saying, Oh, the imam of the masjid took money. And maybe he didn't even take money. They didn't do anything. And there's 500 people now repeating this story. When investigated, it will turn out to be mere lies or versions of original reports exaggerated and distorted. However, a prudent believer should ascertain news and their sources before repeating it to anyone else in order to avoid committing zul, false witness, and falsehood. In a Sahih Hadith, the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, and here's another version of the Hadith, we read part of it, in the Rasul Al-Sallam B'Kalimatan Ma Tabayyana Fiha Ay Ma Yatasaddad A man may say a word that he was not, he did not carefully ascertain. He did not check it out. Wala ya'lamu Hal hiya khayrun aw shar And he doesn't know if what he's saying is something good or something bad. Sidqun aw kadid He doesn't know whether it's true or whether it's a lie. Yazillu laha finnar Because of this he may fall into the fire of Ad farther than the distance from the east to the west. And also the Prophet said in the hadith, It is enough sin. In another narration, it is enough lies for a person to repeat whatever he hears. O Muslims, guard your tongue. Do not let them, especially with regard to the Muslim. The Arab of a Muslim is haram. The dignity and respect of a Muslim is haram. Like the haram of Mecca. It's something you cannot transgress upon. Do not let them loose, bringing about your own destruction. When you are about to utter a word, remember Allah is saying, No human being can utter any single word. But there is a monitor, a fastidious monitor. And this is the angel who's recording every single thing that comes out of your mouth. Not just when you're standing up giving a speech. When you're home, talking to your family, talking to your wife, when you're out with your friends, anywhere. There is There is a fastidious monitor recording every single word which you will confront. You will see it when you face Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the Prophet said in a most beautiful hadith, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhir Whoever truly believes in Allah and the coming of the last day, فَلْيَقُلْ خَيْرًا أَوْ لِيَفْمُتْ Let him say that which is good or let him keep quiet. This hadith actually goes farther than everything we've said which many people don't realize. 
This hadith goes farther than saying, don't speak evil. Rather, it says, speak only good. Which leaves us not much of a middle ground. We can't go to the statement of the Munafiteen of Medina who said, إِنَّمَا كُنَّا We were just playing around and joking. We have to be careful about all of our words. And it won't be an excuse to say, oh, I was joking, oh, I was angry, oh, I was this. Rather, not only should what comes off our tongue not be haram, it should be faith. It should be constructive. It should lead to something good. It should make a Muslim feel better. It should make something good happen. Not just neutral, it should be positive. Oh, people, verily you will be called, account, called to account for every word that comes out of your mouth. So be prepared for that time when you will be confronted with the words that you have uttered carelessly. How that um, all of your deeds and your words are of your deeds will be right there in some miraculous way that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala knows. You will look and you will see everything you did in your entire time on this earth. Do not hasten to utter all that comes to your imagination or all that you heard for your imagination or the report you heard may be far from the truth in which case you will lose out greatly. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu ittaqullaha wa qulu qawlan sadida O you who believe, fear Allah and always say that which is constructive. Yuslih lakum a'malakum that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may make all of your deeds righteousness. لَكُمْ ذُنُوبَكُمْ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may forgive your sins. وَمَنْ يُسِعِ اللَّهَ وَرَسُولَهُ فَقَدْ فَازَ فَوْزًا عَظِيمًا And whoever obeys Allah and obeys His Messenger has succeeded a very great success. This verse came right before the famous verses that inshallah all of us know the content of. We offer this trust, this trust of responsibility for your actions. We offered it to the heavens and the earth and the mountains, huge creations of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they all refused to carry it. And they were in fear of it. And man took it on. He is ever prone to criminality and prone to ignorance. لِيُعَذِّبَ اللَّهُ الْمُنَافِقِينَ وَالْمُنَافِقَاتِ In order that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will come to punish the male hypocrites and the female hypocrites. وَالْمُشْرِكِينَ وَالْمُشْرِكَاتِ And the female committers of shirk and the male committers of shirk. وَيَتُوبَ اللَّهُ عَلَى الْمُؤْمِنِينَ وَالْمُؤْمِنَاتِ And that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may turn in forgiveness and we accept the repentance of every believing man and every believing woman. وَكَانَ اللَّهُ عَفُوًا رَحِيمًا And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is most forbearing and most merciful. أَقُولُ قَوْلِ هَذَا وَاسْتَغْفِرَ اللَّهُ نَذِينَ لِي وَلَكُمْ فَاسْتَغْفِرُوا إِنَّهُ هُوَ التَّوَّابُ الرَّحِيمُ Alhamdulillah We praise Allah who united the believers in a universal bond of brotherhood that rises above all other bonds of family and nationality and language. Allah exhorted us to cooperation, goodness, 
righteousness, and mutual respect with regard to one's property and one's error, one's honor, as it was put by the Prophet wasallam. Property, honor, and life are all to be held sacred among Muslims. I testify that none worthy to be worshipped but Allah alone, with whom none can be associated. He is the Lord of heaven and earth. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam is his slave and chosen messenger. May Allah bless him, his family, and his companions, and all those who follow his way. O people, Muslims now suffer two rampant diseases. Though immunity from them is easy for those who are protected by Allah, or for those for whom Allah makes it easy. These two diseases are backbiting, ghiba and tail-bearing. Namima. Riba means maligning a person, speaking evil about any of his characteristics or his deeds. Many of the councils of Muslims today are not free from indulgence in backbiting people and criticizing them, despite the fact that those backbiters themselves are not free from faults and blemishes. Rather, they harm themselves and those who listen to their reports without stopping them. There is a twofold obligation here not to say it and not to hear it. If you start to hear it, you either have to stop it or you have to remove yourselves. And we should not compromise on this issue because this issue is very destructive. O Muslims, Allah presented one who backbites his fellow Muslims in the most repulsive picture in which he is depicted as eating the flesh of the dead body of one who who he backbites. O Muslims, your duty when you hear others backbite another is to be earnest and serious and forbid him and defend the honor of the one being discussed. Just as the case when you find a man eating the flesh of a dead body. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytani rajeem Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu ajtanibu kathira min al-ghan O you who believe, avoid too much supposition, too much assumption. Inna ba'd al-ghanni ism For much of this is sinful. وَلَا تَجَسَّسُوا And do not spy on one another. وَلَا يَلْتَبَعْضُكُمْ بَعْضًا And do not commit ghiba against one another. أَيُحِبُّ أَحَدُكُمْ أَنْ يَأْكُلَ لَحْمَ أَخِيهِ مَيْتًا Do you desire to eat the flesh of this brother of yours after he has died? فَكَرِهْتُمُوا Naturally you hate such a thought. وَاتَّقُوا اللَّهَ إِنَّ اللَّهَ تَوَابُ الرَّحِيمِ And beware of Allah at all times. Verily Allah is most forgiving most merciful. It is likely that a backbiter will be punished on the day of resurrection by ordering him to eat from the flesh of dead bodies of those whom he backbit in the world who will be presented as dead in front of him. It is narrated in the hadith relating to the story of Mi'raj that the Prophet that the Prophet Isaac مَرَّ لَيْلَةِ الْمِعْرَاجِ بِقَوْمٍ لَهُمْ أَلْفَارٌ مِنْ نُحَاسٍ the Prophet sallallahu on, on the night of Mi'raj passed by a people with copper fingernails and with which they scratched their own faces and chests. The Prophet sallallahu asked, Who are those Jibreel? It was answered, Those are the people who eat the flesh of other people and compromise their honor. And the Prophet sallallahu said on another occasion, Ya ma'ashara man amana bilisanihi وَلَمْ يَدْخُلِ الْإِيمَانُ قَلْبَهُ O you people who believe, have believed with your tongues, but faith has not truly entered your hearts. 
در تاب المسلمین do not speak ill of any Muslim ولا تتبعوا اوراتهم and do not seek out their faults and their flaws فإن من يتتبع اوراتهم تتبع الله اوراته anyone who does this then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will seek every fault of his in the, on the day of Qiyamah ومن يتتبع الله اوراته يفضحوا في بيته and anyone whom Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking for his faults will find himself disgraced right in his own home. O oh, Muslim, sometimes when backbiters are advised to give up the bad habit, they plead innocence by saying that they're telling the truth. And we all know this from the hadith of the Prophet sallallahu that the truth is no excuse. In fact, the Prophet sallallahu defined backbiting as the truth. And he said, if you, what you're saying is not even true, then you have committed another sin on top of riba, which is uh, forgery. The other rampant disease is namima, which is intentionally causing discord between people by spreading things here and there. Its aim is creating enmity and division and hatred. This kind of namima is considered the most grievous of all, and one who is guilty of it is to incur torture in the grave, as well as the torment of hell. The Prophet ﷺ said, لَا يَسْقَلِ الْجَنَّةَ نَمَّانِ One who engages always in Namima will never enter paradise. And one time the Prophet ﷺ walked by a grave, and he said, two graves, I'm sorry, and he said, إِنَّهُمَا لَا يُعَذَّبَانِ He said, they are being punished. وَمَا يُعَذَّبَانِ فِي كَبِيرٍ They are not being punished in big, major things, you know, like shirk or kuf. أَيْ فِي أَمْرٍ as in some major thing that they committed or failed to commit. One of them did not keep himself pure from urine. And the other used to carry tales between people for the purpose of creating division. O Muslim, anyone to whom a report is carried, vilifying someone, should condemn such an act and forbid the tail carrier from persisting. In fact, don't even let him finish as soon as you realize this is a conversation. Ka'in man can, no matter who that person is, even if he's somebody higher than you in knowledge of the deen, everybody slips. You still have to stop it. There is no limit on this. He should also take care of such a tail bearer and beware of him because just as he carries other people's tails to him, he most likely carries his tail to other people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَا تُدَعْ كُلَّ حَلَّاذٍ مَّهِينَ هَمَّاذٍ مَّشَّاءٍ بِنَمِينَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in several verses in this surah al-Qalam describes evil people. And one thing he says about them is, حَلَّاذٍ مَّهِينَ Always prone to giving oath and lowly. And if you go around the Muslim world, subhanAllah, this ayah came a long time ago from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you go around the Muslim world and you see the lowest level of people, Islamically speaking, those who are constantly engaged in sin and don't make salah and don't practice their Islam, you will see always that they are halaf and maheen. They are lowly in their character and they swear all the time. By Allah, wallah, 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 wallah. And even though this verse came centuries ago, you can see this Sahira right now amongst the Muslims.
and will further, further describe the people of evil, Hamad, one who harms people with his tongue, Masha'in dinamim, Masha'in is from walking, striving always in Namima. Because Namima is a program, it's an effort, making effort to destroy unity, to destroy brotherhood, to separate one from another. Allahumma rin al-haqqa hasan wa zutma tida'a. Oh Allah, show us all truth as truth and grant following and show us every falsehood and falsehood and grant us staying away from it oh Allah keep our tongues clean keep them free from all forms of riba and nanima and kebib and keep our, our souls free from fujur which will lead to our destruction aqeem